We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into episode 137 of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That is Tyler Siski here on this Thursday afternoon, the final day of November 2023. Hard to believe that uh, she's here. It went fast this year. Hard to believe December's here. Really is. Yeah, it went fast this year. We were talking about that today is how football season went really fast this year. It kind of always does. So it's portal season. We'll talk about the portal. We'll talk about the college football playoff on Sunday. They'll uh, they'll unveil the final four after championship weekend, which starts tomorrow. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the uh, Bobby Petrino going to uh, going to Arkansas as the offensive coordinator. Uh, the portal, like I said, there's some coaching news that's out there. Tyler's got. I think he's got to get something off his chest about uh, about the Louisville <laughs> basketball player. Can't Ty, help it, Tylar Johnson. And is then it, is it. Is that a cute name, to, a cute way to spell Tyler? Is Tyler? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a family name of some sort. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe they combi- hyphenated it? Maybe they combined I was thinking two about names. Today. I don't know. Uh, so we'll talk about all those things and more here on the show, a show that's brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, and zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. So check them out on Instagram at rain body fuel to learn more. Neil, I'm rocking as customary. I'll make it rain Thursday. Make it rain. The Inferno red dragon. You know, I received a text from a mutual friend of ours that does a podcast called the Ox Rex on podcast in the morning with Neil McCready. Yes. Received a text telling me how much he was addicted to the rain and asked me what the Inferno line was. And I said, whoa, whoa. I said, no, I don't know if you're just ready for the ready for the red dragon yet there, Chase. Chase Chase is a big fan of the old storm. That's his that's his jam. He loves it. So Neil the Cooper Chevrolet chat is already bumping. Remind everybody at Cooper Chevrolet, it's the final week. 
of the current red tag discounts on the Cooper Chevrolet Silverados. You can go to cooperchevrolet.com. Silverado has the biggest savings of the year. It ends on Monday, December the 4th. So if you're in the market for a truck, a Silverado, give the guys at Cooper Chevrolet a call, 256-236-4481. All right, so I need to do this. I keep forgetting. We're uh, brought to you also all of our content this uh, entire football season has been and will continue to be brought to you by Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea, packs flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. There's no need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football, your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences with Twisted Tea, the drink that feels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Um. Before we get cranked up in the Cooper Chevrolet chat, PC Rebel was wanting to know. I think Bob's in Chicago today, so he probably won't be on live. Um, but he was asking about when will the new Rainstorm flavors be released. I actually asked Bob this, like, yesterday. Um, January 1 is going to be the Strawberry Gava and the Citrus Zest on on the 1st of January. And then in March um, is going to be the Mango and there was another kind of flavor like that. I can't remember the other one. But I know one of them was mango. There's another flavor coming out, um, uh, a more tropical flavor coming out uh, in March. So they'll be launching four new flavors in the first three months of the year. All right, Neil, I wanted to jump into this because it's probably we're probably going to talk about it for a minute, and that way we can adjust with the time before we get to make it rain. But I did want to talk about it. All right, so the college football playoff uh, was released, um, and they usually try to set everything up, but – question for you and then we'll i want to get your teams who you think they are are you on team most deserving or the four or team four best teams which one are you if you're on the committee it's the mccready and siski college football playoff committee are you taking the four best or the four most deserving not to sound flippant because I'm, I'm genuinely curious for your definitions when you say most deserving yes and when you say best this is the better question Okay. When you say best, do you mean best right now? The be- four best football. Who you think the four best football teams are? Or are you? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right now, or over the course of the season? Right now, I should I should clarify that. No, no, it's good. It's, it's, it's the critical part. Most deserving would be for me, kind of what you're saying. The course of the year they deserve. Who it. has the best resume? Yes. Or the or. So here's the problem. Here's the problem, and I'm I'm. I'm not one of these people that at least this year gets all worked up about it, whatever. I wish there was more transparency at the very beginning about, hey, this is the criteria that is used. Now, starting next year, this isn't going to matter because they're going to go to at least 12. And I heard a major conference official refer to 16 already. We're going to 16 sooner rather than later. (laughs) It's, It's coming. So once we get to 16, this will never be a problem again. Then okay. we'll go to 20 and 24. No, we'll go to 16 and we'll stop. No one will go past that. FCS but, said, hold my beer and watch this. 
No, they'll stop at 16. Because 16's a four rounds. Yeah. And no one's going to sign off on more than four games. They're all, here's what's coming. They're going to kill the conference title games sooner rather than later, and we're going to go to 16. Killing conference title games. They're dead. I don't think they have to with 16, though. It's happening. Do you think? Yes. One million percent yes. Del- Dellinger's that- got a big story out about it today, and he's exactly right. It's 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 He's quoting people. It's it's over. They're all using PC language that indicates that, oh. hey, no one's going to do this. Well, the, with when 12, I say, and when I say PC, I don't really mean politically correct. I just mean kind of talking their way. A lot of word salad stuff that basically says, "Hey, look, we're not going to do this. We're not. We're not going to play a twelve-game regular season, a championship game, and then four playoff games. No one has the stomach for it. No one has the budget for it. The players, aren't, the players aren't going to sign off on it. It's not going it, to. be. It would essentially be one extra game if you made it all the way. Well, yeah, and but. You're going to get championship games between – let's let's use this year. Okay. Washington and Oregon would be playing for seeding. They'd both make the playoff on a 16-team playoff. They'd both make it. Alabama-Georgia, they'd both make it. Hell, Louisville-Florida State would both make it. Louisville might be needing to win, but you get the point. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas would – this would be a meaningless game for Texas. Meaningless. Uh, they'd be, I get it. So if, if it's meaningless and you're like, hey, we got some dudes that are – banged up we got a playoff game probably next week or in two weeks we're gonna take this week and we're gonna rest some dudes and if we win we win but the worst like if you're if you're alabama georgia saturday and you're a 12 team playoff they're both in they're in the worst thing that could possibly happen to either team is not lose the game the worst thing that could happen to either team is have a a couple critical injuries yeah the only thing i would question is how would you determine who gets the automatic bid you know um especially when they don't play the conference champ yeah, but I'm saying like if you oh, but if they're highest no, highest rated team, yeah, but you know like you get in a situation this year where Alabama and Georgia both are undefeated in the league, I can see it, you know, twofold, right? So let's take like LSU last year, okay? LSU was nine and three, right? When they went to the uh, SEC championship game, is that correct? Uh yeah, they wouldn't do that anymore because of uh, they'll take the top two teams moving forward. But if you took East and West, and you did it that way, they'd be playing to try to get in. But then let's look at a situation like what if an Ole Miss or a Missouri were in the SEC championship game and they lose, and then you just kicked them out of the playoff. Whether if they hadn't played, they would get in. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I can see it both ways, but um, <clears throat> I think they're going to, you know, I hope they go to 16. I, the more the merrier for me. I think it's good stuff. Um, for me, I'm on team four best teams right now. I'm not really – I know I get it. I'm not saying they don't – and I predicted them at the beginning. You know, I went back. It's funny, like, all these people give me shit about my hot takes. Do you know who I said was going to be in the college football playoff when we did our preseason predictions? I don't remember. I said Georgia. Pretty good pick. I said Michigan. I said Texas. And I said Florida State at the beginning of the season. That's who I said. Okay. And I feel good that they're all in it right now. Um, But – if you told me who are the four best teams in America right now, today, before we play the championship games, I'm on team four best. I would want to see Georgia. In my opinion, the four best teams are Georgia, Michigan, Texas, and Alabama. Those are the four best teams. I, I'm I'm okay. I mean, you can make the argument with Oregon, and I really don't have anything. I just don't think. So you'd I, take two loss Alabama? 
I said today before the oh, game, before oh, okay. the games are played. Gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> if Alabama beats Georgia and everybody else holds serve, I think that should be the four. That's what it would take for me to get there. Alabama, even if Alabama beats Georgia, I think Alabama, Georgia, Texas, and Michigan are the four best teams in America. I don't have a strong opinion on this. I really don't. Uh, my only problem with the quote best four is that that is subjective. It and and so since the it's the Florida State thing, okay. We yeah. can all look at Florida State, and if they beat Louisville, let's let's say they beat Louisville by the spread. The spread's two and a half. Let's say they win by three. Okay. Um, is Florida State, as compromised today, one of the four best teams? No. They're not. Now, that's, they deserve it. that said, Florida State scheduled both LSU and Florida um, and went undefeated. So if you don't put them in the top four, you're saying, essentially, well, guys, your quarterback got hurt. That's why you're not in. And they would say, yeah, that happened. And we still won. And we overcame adversity, and we still won. We should get in. And instead, who are you? And I catch myself as I talk through that, being more team Florida State than I am, even though I know that that means that they're going to go get boat raced by Michigan or Alabama, or not Alabama, Michigan or, or Georgia in all likelihood, in a national semifinal game. That's, I don't know how, I guess I don't know how you justify that decision unless you say at the beginning of the year, look, at the what we're going to do is at the end of the season, we're going to take the four best teams, period. Yeah, no, I, I that, at that point, I'm not really at that point. I'm not really worried if I'm like if and again, this is over because next year we have a completely different format. But if, if we were last time we get to discuss it, I would be <laughs> I would be like, well, then why the hell did we play LSU at the opener? Shit, I was stupid. Should have just played Bethune Cookman. Yeah. I mean, what was the point? You just the when you start looking just like the reason I'm I'm holding Oregon out. Obviously, the reason I would I would not put Florida State in there is literally the four best teams right now is because of the uh, quarterback situation, and they haven't. I mean, they, you know, they haven't looked great. You know, they, you know, it's the same thing with Louisville. They're over here. They're a two point favorite against Louisville, who just lost to Kentucky. You know what I mean? Like we're, yeah. we're we're, and when it comes to Oregon, I mean, who's Oregon beat besides? I mean, who's Oregon beat? Their best win is against Oregon State. I mean, you're. You're giving them what you're saying when you take Oregon over Texas. If Oregon is a 12 and one conference champ and Texas is a 12 and one conference champ, is you're essentially saying that, uh, that that you believe that the Pac-12 is better than the big than the Big 12. That's essentially that's it. That's your only argument. And then you're doing that deal where you're saying again, well, because Texas beat Alabama in September before mm-hmm. Alabama had figured out their quarterback thing, that win basically doesn't count. At which point Texas goes, then why the hell did we go? <laughs> <laughs> we we would have been better off playing UTEP at home. <laughs> Could have gotten the backup some more work. Yeah. Would have cost we would have we would have filled up the stadium. We would have made more money off yeah. beer and nacho sales. What 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 was the point of going to Tuscaloosa? 
It's a fair question. It's a, a more than fair question. And so, you know, I mean, that's the thing. And then that's when they would look at it and go, you know that we're addressing the fact that our conference isn't great. We're moving to a new conference. This is the conference we're in. And if they said, we actually think the Big 12 is every bit as good as the Pac-12. Okay, now we're back to being subjective again. Yeah. Okay, we're, we're back to doing the, okay, well, hypothetically, if you matched up one versus one and two versus two and three versus three, how would, it, how would they do? Yeah. Like we, the, here's, a, here's a good example of that. The ACC and the SEC just played the basketball challenge. Mm-hmm. Played 14 games, seven and seven. Are you comfortable going, hey, the two conferences, they're completely equal? No, of course not, because <laughs> you could shuffle the deck and get different results. And get different results. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I mean, I'm with you. I just, I want for an entertainment value, if I got to watch this shit, I want to see entertaining games. I mean, Florida State, no matter who they play, if they go in the first round, they're going to be double-digit underdogs. And that wouldn't be the case the other way. Um, and I just think those four teams, I think, are the best teams um, that are out there. So, we'll see. Okay, so here's, here's the good example. Here's a good question. Let's say, let's say for – knock on wood, this doesn't happen. Okay? Oregon's beating Washington on Saturday, Friday. It's 41 to 13, kicking the tail. And Bo Nix breaks his leg in the first part of the fourth quarter. Out. You can tell he's not going to play in a month. Mm-hmm. Do we go, well, you're not as good in the fourth quarter? What do we? Nope, you don't go now. Or here's a better one Georgia. Georgia's beating Alabama up. Carson Beck breaks his leg late third quarter. And in the fourth quarter, Georgia looks like a train wreck offensively. They win the game. 13 0. But without Beck, are they one of the four best teams? And it's the problem I have with it is, is it creates this incredible level of recency bias and subjective stuff that is so – here's the deal in the NFL. If the Eagles go 15-1 and one or 15-2, and two, but Jalen Hurts gets hurt in the final game and can't play in the playoffs, they don't go, well, listen, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Those wins don't count. So, uh, nope, you're out. Uh, let's see. Who was next? Dallas, you you win the East now. No, <laughs> no that's, that's not what we do. That's a great, great analogy. We, we, do, we do this body of work. Yeah. And you understand that in the course of, I mean, you know, like the Ole Miss, Missouri, Penn State thingy that would not exist a year from now. That exists yes. right now. They would all be in, right? They would all be in the playoff. Yeah. One of them's not going to get in the access bowl, probably, right? You're going to have, you have 10 and two, 10 and twos, Ole Miss, Oklahoma, Penn State, Missouri, it appears, fighting for two spots in the access bowl. I don't care where they play. I want to see Iowa play Ole Miss. Yeah. But you get my point. Yeah. <laughs> so it does. I'm with you. You're like, whatever. Who cares? But if this were, if this were next year, they'd all be in. But yeah. now you're doing this deal that you're comparing. Well, do you, how many excuses does everybody get to make? Does, does Ole Miss get to go, well, if we hadn't, been down two tackles we wouldn't have lost by five touchdowns to georgia um you know if we hadn't been down trey harris we wouldn't have lost by two touchdowns at alabama you 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 could do that with everybody right we're we're uh georgia could go well if, if we had had brock bowers we'd have beaten missouri by more than nine 
you can do the if thing to your blue in the face with everybody. I mean, you could take a six and six team right now. I mean, I think I'd probably come up with three or four of them if I just thought about it. That goes, you know, we lost four games by three points. Give us change this play, this play, this play, this play. We're ten and two. Yeah. I mean, everybody could do that stuff. I mean, so at some point it is it is the body of work that you put on the paper and that's what you that's what you take in. And so I think I'm to answer your in a very long winded <laughs> way, I think to answer your question, I'm I'm team deserving. I'm team deserving. Yeah. I think so. I am team best because I want to see good games. But I don't like I'm with I do sympathize with the other side. I'm not just like, uh, it sucks to do all, put all that work in. I know if I was in the building and that happened too, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, yeah. we're, we're in. So I, I, I see all sides. But here's the point of it. And, and, and they're fixing it. So kudos to them. It took you t- way too long. This format was always super flawed. They've always been able to sort like, of get you, through it. Did you like it better than the BCS formula? Yeah, but I've always been. From the jump. From the jump. They've improved it every time, but they just they stop before making it right. If that makes sense. Well, it, the stupid part, <clears throat> and and this, and I guess we we've all gone full circle. and We're finally there. The players are getting paid a lot, and so whatever. Um, I go but it, it used to be well, we don't pay the players, and we can't add these games. But the stupid thing was always see so you see this format, and like in four days, we're going to start this NFL playoff thing that everybody loves. Mm-hmm. We love playoffs in our country. It does. On Thursday in March, when Creighton plays Boston College, we're like glued to it. Why? Because it's go. Like, is it Jayhawks? Uh, Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Because we're on a we're on a bracket. We love brackets. We love brackets. There's a reason the College World Series makes a bracket. Everybody loves brackets. We love brackets. Our country loves brackets. We love playoffs. And so, why we couldn't admit that? Hey, this is a sport that would be good for playoffs. Is beyond me. I mean, you talking about having a team with a, a league with 130 teams and not having a playoff system? <laughs> it's it's so silly, right? It's 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 stupid, and so I don't know. I mean, we're, look, we're going to it. Kudos to them. We finally got there. Yay! It should have happened a long time ago. And there's a real chance that this weekend there's kind of chaos, and we'll all enjoy the chaos. I'll enjoy the chaos, and then there's going to be a part of me. Maybe this you too. Maybe because we're parents and we have kids sort of that age. There's going to be some kids who are like my Caroline's age who have busted their ass. They've given up so much to play college football. Mm -hmm. Gotten up at five in the morning and gone to a facility and gotten yelled at and run until they threw up (laughs) and lifted weights didn't get to go do some of the things that other kids do. Um, got hurt, rehabbed a knee injury, rehabbed a shoulder injury, played six weeks with a shoulder injury that's going to need surgery as soon as this is over. And somebody in our boardroom is going to go, eh, you're not one of the best four teams right now. <laughs> it's going to happen. Have, the only thing that they have, can do. Have fun at the Alamo Bowl. I mean, I, I, I just think that's the part that sort of sucks. I think what we got, though, is they here's the only thing that I don't know. I think they've been kind of soft on it all the way up to this point in the rankings. You notice they put the top four teams are the, are the four undefeated. They have a chance to get out of this unscathed. Oh, and they probably will because they've they've always had a horseshoe up their ass. Really, like the this. only thing that would happen 
that would be an upset. Really, the only thing that would happen that would be a real upset for them to be okay with it would be if if Washington can beat Oregon on Friday night. If Washington beats Oregon, yeah, they can say, "Hey, four top four undefeated teams." Now they could sell the shit out of that. We got you know everybody's undefeated in the mm-hmm. playoff. They sure. will, they will sell the shit out of that. Sure. And then Texas and sure and uh, I guess Oregon be out anyway, but Texas would be out there holding the bag. Yeah, no, you'd have Washington, presumably Georgia. The the well, I'm saying they win. Michigan. The favorites win and Florida State. Yep. And you could go, hey, winning, going undefeated and winning the conference. It matters. Title matters. They win. They, sure. They that's how they win. But it doesn't take a whole lot to get chaos. Yeah. And literally, the beginning of chaos is Oregon beats Washington. Yeah, anything that doesn't happen along those lines, they, I don't think they can. They're going to have chaos. Yeah, that's the only thing that can. If Oregon beats Washington, they will. Have and there's chaos. a scenario for total chaos. I mean, Oregon wins, um, Alabama wins, Louisville wins, Texas wins. You're there. You're there. Oh, I'm, I mean, I don't know if I'm here for it or not here for it. I, don't I mean, know which one? Twelve and one Alabama, twelve and one Georgia, twelve and one Texas, twelve and one Oregon, twelve and one Florida State, twelve and one Michigan. Let's do that one too. Eleven and one Ohio State, <laughs> eleven and one Ohio State, where their only loss was at Michigan. Yeah, gotta gotta talk about them. I mean, you'd because have because Michigan's have, no longer a conference champ either. You'd have to talk about it. Well, Michigan would be a conference champ. I mean, they're not. No, really, same if they lost. Yeah, they just that's that's we're in fantasy land at that point. They're, they'll they'll win the game. Respect the Hawkeyes. I do respect them. You don't know, talk, th- don't talk noise about my Hawkeyes. Know, they They've been did, good to me this year. They did win a. Uh, they did once beat Michigan as a twenty-five point underdog. There's no. Did better, you know that? Hey, did you know? Twenty fourteen. Did you know that Iowa was a plus one thousand money line this week? That's a ten unit swing, it boss. Is. I'm just letting you know. I know. Heads up, boys. <laughs> <laughs> She's a coming. All right. Um. Let's move on so we yeah, don't run out of time here. All, right. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about this. So there's a lot. A lot made. Uh especially in our office, and then some buddies calling me about Petrino's comments. Um, I guess it was on a podcast. I don't know, some live show. Or it was on a it was. podcast. He did, he did a lot of uh, local media yesterday. Um, from the coaching world, per sources, that move got a bunch of eyeballs like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's brave. Sure. That's a brave move. But he made the comment. He was like, you know, everybody's like, see, I told you that. Petrino didn't wasn't allowed to do what he wanted to do this and that. He made the comment that you know he had to go in there and and learn you know Jimbo's terminology and this and that and that's done almost just so the fans know because I don't think fans I, I evidently after the responses that's done damn near everywhere that just changes the coordinator. Nick Saban is running the exact same terminology on offense and defense. That he's been running since 2008, Neil. I get it. Literally. I get it. Tommy Reese is calling the exact same plays yeah, that Lane Jimbo, Kiffin Jimbo, called. But Jimbo Fisher's not Nick Saban. No, but I'm saying when you have to bring one guy in and you don't change the other position coaches and all that stuff, yeah. it's easier for one person to change what they call something because people think it's about scheme. It's not. Every coach that's ever coached offense runs inside zone. Okay? You may call inside like – Give you an example. You know, with freeze, we called inside zone dog. That was the call. All right. Well, somebody else, it was called delta. Somebody else, it was called zebra. It's still inside zone. You just have to change. It's speaking Spanish or speaking English. The same meaning of words. 
everybody has the same plays. There's nothing unique that you're going to put in a offense that needs a new name that doesn't already exist. So I thought that was a little bit of a weird take on Petrino's part. I thought that was a really weird take. And and that one also in the coaching world I was like, huh? I mean, it's when I leave a job and go coach receivers at another place, guess what? Everybody runs hitch routes. Everybody runs slants. Hey, with Freeze, we call it hot. South Alabama, we call it Dallas. Okay, everybody has different terminology for different route concepts. I just thought that was very uh, a very unique take on his part. What I took it as was basically he just did not have autonomy on the offense. That's what I took it as. Why didn't he just say that? I don't know. Beats me. But I'm Team Petrino on this one. I, well, I didn't expect you to be. I mean, <laughs> Team Jimbo. I mean, I and I like Jimbo. Look, look but, there's but, two people. But I, Jimbo's really stubborn. I thought. I thought for two, the two people I can guarantee you wasn't going to be on Team Jimbo was Chase Parham and Neil McCready. Behind that, you know, I, you know, but I guarantee I knew where that was going. But hey, that was a freak. That hire, man. Woo. <laughs> that raised some eyebrows. Sure. Well, look. It's. I said this earlier. When you're at the bottom, and you've got nowhere to fall. You, that's when you swing big. Mm, I don't know if I'd done that one. All right. Who was he going to get? Offensive coordinator for UNLV wasn't coming. He wasn't. He mm. wasn't coming. That was tough. That was tough. All right. Um, and look, not going really. And here's the crazy part. You talked to people that were up there. I talked to someone just today that was up there last night. Was at the basketball oh, game. Oh, I saw it. Don't. Uh. And he said, "You wouldn't believe the mood swing." Oh, I saw it. He was. It was. It was just no. It's talking about weird. the fans. He I said know, the fans I, are just juiced. You should have seen them. Like, so, so, I mean, there he was a celebrity at the game last night. I remember this game, September two thousand three. I was covering Arkansas at Alabama. What is wrong at with Bryant Denny? What is wrong with you? Arkansas at Alabama. The the uh, this is the second game of a doubleheader. The Cubs won the first game. You're you're, you're deranged. You need help. Milwaukee you still got that better help code. <laughs> I can't remember. Was Milwaukee beat Houston? Yeah, I think Milwaukee, we needed Milwaukee to beat Houston, and they did. That's insane. And you so uh, it's twenty years ago. And also. so yeah, twenty years ago. And so this is the Arkansas Alabama game had a a weather delay and went to overtime. This is the funniest part. I was so <laughs> locked into the Cubs game that I looked up and it was like, oh shit, this is the fourth quarter. Um, they, What's wrong with you? They went to overtime. I wrote my entire column about overtime. And won a national award for a game that I didn't watch. It's because of the Cubs. Because of the Cubs. All right, we're not going to spend any time on this. Just want to let everybody know that the craziness will officially begin uh, Monday. 12-4 is on Monday. We said Sunday the other day for whatever reason. But the portal officially opens on uh, Monday. Um, and <laughs> since my uh, – I will just say this, Neil. <laughs> what does that even mean, by the way, the portal opens on Monday? So you can like – You know, can take visits. Yeah, you are free, a true free agent. Okay, starting Monday. because they're all getting offers right now. Well, it's pre-portal and people are announcing their intentions to go. This person intends to go in the portal. And then but they get officially offers. not in the portal until Monday, where you can actually legally contact them on Monday. So if I go in the when they go in the portal on Monday, the players have a chance to put: do they want to be contacted or not be contacted? If they say they can, they want to be contacted. Anybody in America can literally pick up the phone and talk to the kid. Right now, we're in the quote unquote tam I'm not even gonna call it pre-porting tampering stage still. Thank you. All right, that's too many syllables for this redneck. So they go around the bush to make contact. 
I will say, I'll, but I've been very, 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 very busy at work this week. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Uh, to, we said I'll, I'll be quick. We did it in the pre-show, so if you were with us at the beginning, I'm being a repetitive, but I'll be fast. My observation from the last three days is um, the offers that a year ago were pretty legitimate offers. If you offered someone out of the portal, you you had a spot for them. My observation now is that these are not real offers. These are come visit. Let's see if we fit. Um, you're not going to visit without an offer. I'm going to go ahead and make the offer. But there's a real chance this isn't a real offer. This is happening everywhere. Excuse me. And um, I think it's a. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. Because um, you're they're offering fifty <clears throat> portal guys, different schools. But you're not taking fifty guys. Yeah. The biggest thing there is going to be massive quarterback shakeup. Grind, I see you in the in the stream there. There's going to be massive quarterback uh, shakeup. Like it's quarterbacks are going all over the place right now. It's insane. It's literally insane. It's 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 stupid how quarterbacks are moving. All right, last thing before we get to make it rain, I'm going to skip over a couple of these things. All right, I sent this to you this morning. This shit made me laugh so hard. So Louisville's basketball coach in the press conference gets asked, "Why did?" Uh, I guess it's Tyler Johnson. Uh-huh. Why did he not start? And he, you could see he kind of hesitated for a second to decide, did I want, do I want to put this out there or not? But then he decided to go ahead and put it out there. <laughs> and the reaction that this has gotten from some friends, I'm literally, it's 100% split 50-50, by the way. 100% yeah. split. So I'm curious yeah. to what your side would be here. This is why we bring it up. Because yeah. I've literally heard almost 50-50 what side, whose team you're on here. So if you didn't if you didn't see it, he gets in the press conference. One of his his new freshman basketball player has been playing really well for him. I think he's averaging like fourteen points a game or something as a true freshman. Why did he not start? And he looked and he said, "Well, <laughs> if you really want to know the truth, he did not like the um, the what do you call those things now? Tights. The, the tights. Yeah. We did not have the correct tights for him to wear. Uh, so he decided he did not want to play because we did not have the <laughs> We have not provided those correct tights at any point during the season, but today, for whatever reason, he decided since the the tights that he liked to wear were not provided, he did not play. And then at halftime, he decided he didn't need the tights, and so he came and played the second half, played like 19 minutes in the second half. What is <sighs> what is what is your view on this? I got to, I see both sides of the of the argument, by the way. Well, I probably know how I would be. Okay, on one hand, he's a freshman. He's an idiot, but he can play, and I'm going to need him. And if I have to accommodate the tights, I guess from this point forward, we'll make sure we have the right tights. On the other hand. This isn't game one now. This is like game seven, eight. On the other hand. Are you serious? <laughs> I mean, grow up. Get your ass out there and play, or you're bye. And if you don't play the first half, you're not playing the second half. And if you don't play the first or the second half, there's a decent chance you're not playing again. Right, which one is it now? Just a second ago, you said, well, he can play. I know. <laughs> so, hey, you're so Coach how, McCready. How, how are you handling it? How good is he? He's, he's legit. What message am I sending to the rest of my team when I play along with this bullshit? Oh, I know what I would do. I want to know what Coach McCready would do. 
Because you, you flopped on me already. No, I think I would have sat him. Okay, now my second question is, Coach McCready, when asked about it in the media, would you have addressed it? After I sat him? If, when, all right, you sat him, and they say, why did he not play? Would you address exactly why he didn't play? Or would you say violation of team rules or what was our, decision? What was our conversation before I went to the media? Because he and I would have already had a conversation. What 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 was he was he is he agreeing with me that he's acting like an idiot? No, I don't know. All right. Yeah, um, yeah, I probably expose him for being a complete moron. Because I, if I don't, the the, the speculation is going to be that he did something illegal, or that he failed a drug test, or that um, he got arrested, or that there's some sort of a pending investigation that's going on. Yeah, so I mean, I, it's like it's like the people keep asking me about the Thunder and Josh Giddy. Okay. Here's the where the Thunder are in a quandary with Josh Giddy. They knew about this a year ago. He told them about it a year ago. They presumably looked into it and signed off on it. And so now, because it becomes public domain, because someone in an anonymous account puts out a story or puts it out on, on the internet, they're supposed to react suddenly. And they're like, well, we're not going to react to Twitter. Now, the NBA is conducting its own investigation, and if the NBA comes down with the ruling, then they'll have to abide by it because they're a member of the NBA. Yep. But and then there's a story that he got two traffic citations in Newport Beach. Well, that two traffic citations doesn't, doesn't <laughs> in any world equate to – statutory rape <laughs> i hope not i mean it just doesn't yeah. but we we live in a we live in a world that wants to react to social media it's unbelievable and so i'm not saying josh giddy's not guilty of something i don't know i have no idea i am guessing based on i'm not guessing i'm i'm saying based on what i've read and heard that the thunder have been aware of this for a year and knowing what i know about the thunder they investigated it. They made a decision. So to answer your question about the kid from Louisville. So you I, sit him and address it? Or I tell him up front, look, if you're not going to play, I can't put a gun to your head and make you play. But they're going to ask me why you didn't play, and I'm going to tell them the truth. Yeah. I would have uh, sat him. First of all, he wouldn't. I don't. We'd have had a really. It would have been a good one. That would have been a good ass ripping. Um. I would have enjoyed that one. Um, I would have liked. I wish it, I could have got in on that one. But <clears throat> two is this: is you know what you're dealing with when you recruit them. You 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 know, and so I would have not addressed it with the media, and this is why. I would have said, "Hey, coach's decision. He didn't play today. Next question." And here's why. When he comes back, or and assuming you needed him to play because he went and played 19 minutes in the second half, um, if you have any aspirations of playing him moving forward, you can't lose a trust between a kid and a coach. That's going, yeah, that's that's going to mess with your relationship with that kid. Whether you can reach him or he can trust you. Or, so what would you do? You lied to the media? Or done no. No, I just said coach's no, decision. That's coach's it. Decision. That's okay. it. And I saw I would have leaved at that. Somebody said, "Well, coach's decision, guys." Next question. Um, I just would not have addressed it beyond that. But he would have gotten undressed, uh, no pun intended. Privately, uh, privately, it yeah. had been it had been a decision because. And the other thing is, you can't show 
your other team, you know, you can't do that in front of your kids. And you got to know that in recruiting. I'm kind of, I've seen uh, some people I've talked to said, good for the coach. You should have freaking, you know, soft, the kid's soft. And I've seen some that, you know, talking about, I'm kind of in the middle. I would have, uh, like I said, I would have just said coach's decision because I wouldn't want to lose any, if, I, if I'm counting on the kid to win, I'm not losing any relationship. And, you know, Per experience, there's a lot of things that don't get told in the media or the fans and, and don't need to be out there. And, and coaches, that's what you get paid for a lot of times to take bullets. Um, yeah, sure. On things like that. Done it before. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. Game changer patches, the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game ready for your next place. So go to Game Changer Patch. Dot com promo code Rebel Grove twenty at checkout for twenty percent off your purchase. Neil, do you know what time it is? I do, I do. It's time it's for it's time uh, for the last time for me to either either win or choke. It's time for you to win or choke. I forgot to write down the number. It's like six point seven something. I think I got it the official number, but six and more than change, almost seven units. Here. I think it's six point seven something. I got it on my sheet back at the house or back at the office. Neil, um, you got that bet online link by any chance? Uh, yeah. So Neil is going to put in the bet online link. Remind you guys, you are more than free than welcome to get a 50% sign-up bonus. And you can do basketball and all that good stuff. It, it all goes over. We got any basketball g- degenerates out there. Um, but you get 50% sign-on bonus with betonline.ag. Hit that link. You can also use the QR code to the left. And I'd also like to congratulate whoever the – somebody – y'all are doing very good. The the people who have clicked that link uh, has made right at $20,000 so far this year, Neil. So we got some good uh, – we got some good juice going with the with the uh, McCready and Siski. They must be taking your picks, not mine. So here we go, Neil. You know my 4th and 31 strategy today. Yep. The, hey, look, the only way you lose is if you, if you have a – if you play with a spy, okay? Don't play with a spy. That's 4th and 31. I'm looking for I'm looking for the guy that's singled up. Okay, mm-hmm. Neil, go ahead. You go first on the college picks. Uh, I start with one game on Friday for sure. I'm still deciding on my fifth, but I've got four down. I've got I'm, I'm pretty sure on my money line. Uh, but I would go. Um, I'm gonna go with New Mexico State and Liberty. They play in the uh, conference USA title game. Look, I think Liberty probably wins the game, but I like New Mexico State getting 11 points in a championship game. Your boy Diego's good quarterback. They've played really, really well. They're a great story. I'll take New Mexico State plus the 11. Neil, I didn't know if you were aware of this. There's a game going on in Lynchburg, Virginia this weekend. I heard. I, heard, I think it's Friday. I'm pretty sure it's Friday. Um, and the Fighting Quick U clients, the Liberty Flames, one of our newest clients, mm-hmm. they're favored by 11 points. <laughs> Yeah. And Neil, guess what? It's not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> Give me the Liberty Flames on the mountain. Bring in pain. Give me the Liberty Flames minus 11. I know that shocks you. That was a shocker pick, right? I, I, listen to this one. You ready for, ready for this one? <laughs> There's no telling. Middle Tennessee defensive tackle Marley Cook. Okay. He'll be in Dallas, Texas, December 5th through the 8th. This is the only time he will be doing any in-home visits. Please contact me if you're interested in doing an in-home visit. That's apparently his agent. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. New world. New world. 
All right, I'm going to the Big 12 championship game next. It's Texas and Oklahoma State at uh, Jerry World there in Arlington, Texas, a 15-point favorite. This goes against everything, every principle that I've got in these title games. But, dude, Oklahoma State's about to get railroaded. This is going to be bad. This is, it is, I, I almost feel for them. And when the, when the coaches voted uh, Mike Gundy coach of the year, and by the way, I think Mike Gundy's deserving of coach of the year. But when they did it, all it did was pour just another great big log on the fire, and then someone poured some fuel on top of it. This is like <laughs> giving Sark coach of the year on the way out, on the, on the way to the SEC. This is going to be an absolute inferno of a train wreck. Texas minus 15. Is it 15 or 15 and a half? I had 15 a few minutes ago, but I will check again. Check it. I'm, I'm I need waiting. I need every half point I can get. I'm hitting refresh. It is Texas minus 15. All right. Neil, I don't know if you're aware of this. <laughs> there's so a game. Stupid. There's a game down in Arlington, Texas. And the Oklahoma State Cowboys with the Big 12. I don't know if you knew this or not. The Big 12 coach of the year. Heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Gundy yep. is going to play Texas. Yep. And you know what? At Oklahoma State, we had we had just just two really bad days this year. That's all we had. Yeah, we we were at home and we got throttled by the Jags. Yeah, we went to, we went to UCF. We went to UCF. Oof. Oh, I want you to hear me out on this, okay? I heard you. We got throttled, uh -huh. Oklahoma State. Hey, Cowboy fans, you should listen to this next part. They got throttled by who? The first throttling was by who? It was by the South Alabama South Jags. Alabama Jags. Do you know what recruiting service they use, Neil? Quick you. They do. Then they went. To UCF. To UCF. Quick U client. And they got throttled by who, Neil? Quick U client, UCF. What what recruiting service do they use? Quick U. And then they lose to Iowa State. Yeah. What service does Iowa State use, Neil? Quick U. Well, guess what? Texas is not a client. <laughs> all right? So I'm yeah. taking the Oklahoma State Cowboys plus 15 in Arlington, Texas. Give me the Cowboys plus 15. All right. You like where I went with that one, didn't you? I did. That's pretty impressive. That was awesome. Uh, my next game, I'm going uh, down to New Orleans. It's Tulane and SMU for the American uh, Championship. Look, Tulane's really good. Uh, SMU's really good. Rhett Lashley's done a fantastic job at SMU, but they're down their quarterback. He's announced that he is out for the rest of the year. Oh, great. Tulane's, <laughs> Tulane's good at home. Tulane kind of feels like, <clears throat> Look, this is their. It kind of feels like a swan song. I think they're going to finish it with. With, I think they're going to finish it on top. I'm curious to see what happens with Willie Fritz next couple of weeks, maybe the next couple of days. Um, Michael Pratt's going to leave. I think he's going to jump in the portal and go someplace and get his million plus. Don't blame him. It's a shame, but I don't blame him. Tulane minus three and a half. They cover this against SMU. We'll refresh that since the quarterback's out and see if it's changed. It had not changed as of just a few minutes ago, but I will check it. I need all the points I can get, Neil. Tulane, 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 Tulane. Where are you, Tulane? <laughs> There's only like 10 games. I can't be far. I know. I'm looking. Is there it, it is. The three and a half. Okay. Neil, I don't know if you're aware of this. There's a game down in Yeoman Stadium in New Orleans, Louisiana. Yep. The SMU Mustangs go into the ACC next year. Rhett Lashley getting a new contract. But on the other side, Neil, you have 
the Tulane Green Wave. Coach is flirting with Houston. It's all out there. Flirted with Mississippi State. Mm -hmm. They're like, Coach, you're leaving us. Quarterback, you're leaving us. But not SMU. Rhett Lashley is staying strong. Give me the Mustang. The Pony Express plus three and a half in New Orleans. UCLA five-star freshman Dante Moore set to enter the transfer portal. No. Yep. I didn't hear that one. Dante Moore into the transfer portal. Note to self. I mean. Note to self. When you sign a five-star quarterback. He's got to play. And he's the number one, according to the gurus. Got to play. He's the number one quarterback in America. And then halfway through the season, you decide to bench him. Probably going to leave. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Mm. Not shocked. Mm. Mm. Indiana just hired um, Signetti. Yeah, they – well, I had that on our list. Yeah, I know you did. They uh, got hot yesterday. Um, it's, it's a win-win on both sides, by the way. There's this deal going around, and you can read between the lines if you would like to. We'll talk about it more next week. Uh, for sure, probably Monday we can talk about it a little bit more. There is a uh, – if you are if you are a Power 5 job that's in the mid to lower tier Power 5 job – yeah. There is a big push for these mid to lower power five jobs hiring really good group of five coaches. Right. Because in the portal, they're going to be able to bring a ton of players with them and immediately improve their team. So that was a really good job for there. And when you look at Kurt, he's a, he's he's getting up there. He's not young anymore. He's he's in his mid fifties. Mm-hmm. So wait for him to get a check on the way out the door. You know what I'm saying? Like he can yeah. he can wrap it up. Got, finally gets his check. I mean he's he really um, has built that thing there at James Madison. The fan support there is good. Um, they just you know what they're in their what second year of FBS. Um, won some natties and FCS. Good for him. He's a good dude. He was on Nick Saban's original staff at Alabama. The very, for one year before he left. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, he was the receivers coach. All right, I'm going to uh, the Big Ten, Big Ten championship game in Indianapolis Saturday night. It's Michigan against my uh, my friends from Iowa. You know, if the football gods were good, we'd get an upset. We'd get, what a cool story. We'd get Iowa knocking off Michigan. How amazing would that be? Those of us that great. want those of us that want chaos, we'd we'd get it, we'd love it, it'd be so exciting. But do you know what Michigan's going to do to Iowa inside a dome on a fast track? With Jim Harbaugh back on the sideline. What are they gonna do, Neil? Knowing at the end of the day, knowing at the end of the day, the commissioner of the Big Ten is going to have to stand there and hand Jim Harbaugh and Michigan a trophy. After all of the stuff that's happened, I will not enjoy this on Saturday night, but I'm going to play to win. Give me Michigan minus 22 in Indy against the Hawkeyes. Hello, Neil. Hello, Mr. Iowa corn eating person. I'm Mr. Midwest. Mr. Midwest, yes. That is my new name. (laughs) Uh, The Joker is retired right now because I convinced Sports Illustrated to be 100% woke and name Deion Sanders man of the year. I saw where he got uh, sportsman of the year. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's good for him. Joker retired. Yeah. Joker went. He was in Sports Illustrated headquarters this week, I heard. Got Pat Forty on his side. Congratulations to Coach Sanders. Excuse me, Coach Prime. Now, back to Mr. Midwest. Mr. Midwest is in the Dome this week. Mr. Midwest would like to inform, and also the Joker wanted me to let you know that, or am I supposed to call you Scoops uh, McCready or Neil McCready? Just call me Neil. <laughs> Feel free. But Mr. Midwest has a team total of 6.5. You can also bet on us, Neil. We have a team total first half of 0.5 and a team total second half of 0.5, meaning if we score one point, you win. Give me Mr. Midwest and my fighting Iowa Hawkeyes are going to take on Michigan, and we are going to shock the world, and we are going to cover the spread. And what is it currently? 22. 22. So give me Mr. Midwest, give me 22 ears of corn, and we're going to cover the spread. So bad. Iowa plus 22. So, so awful. All right. Uh, I'm going to stay in the Midwest for my last pick. Going to the uh, MAC championship game. Uh, Miami of Ohio. Played, you're gonna make me watch this game. Yeah, Miami of Ohio. Hey, if I'm gonna suffer, you're gonna suffer. Uh, Miami of Ohio has some injuries. Don't have the same kind of lineup that they had when they played Toledo the first time and they lost the first time. This game's at Ford Field in Detroit. Really favors Toledo. Uh, Miami of Ohio's gonna have a hard time throwing the football. Toledo won't. Give me the Rockets minus eight. I can't believe you're going to make me. This is going. This is going to get a TV screen in my in my house now. I would like to congratulate all you people at ESPN. You just got two new viewer, two new tune-ins. <laughs> I'll be covering a basketball game. Or but, one, you got one. Yeah, but I'll, I'll have stuff on. All right. Well, Neil. Yes. I don't know if you're aware of this. <laughs> Painfully aware. But the real Miami. Oh. The, the real Miami. The real Miami. Okay. Is playing in four field against the Toledo Rockets. Jason Candle and Toledo Rockets. Toledo has ran rough shot through the back. But they're not going to do it Saturday. Give me the Miami Red Hawks plus eight against Toledo. Okay. I just don't even, don't even like that, but whatever. I can't believe you forced me to do that. If I were chasing, I'd be a little more... Um, so this is your money line, right? I'd be a little more aggressive on my money line. I think I'm better off just trying to get a unit here. And um, and frankly, there aren't a whole lot of money lines that I'm crazy about. Like, I don't I don't like App State, that money line, at plus 185. I think Troy's winning that game. I think UNLV's got a real chance, but that's just plus 120. I think Louisville's got a real chance at plus 120. But it's hard to get that Louisville-Kentucky loss out of my mind because that was a weird game, which tells me Florida State could do it. Uh, I don't hate the New Mexico State money line at plus 330. Don't hate it a bit. Don't hate Washington at plus 275, although I don't think they'll win. I hate Oklahoma State, no chance. Um. Don't hate Alabama at plus one eighty. But it doesn't matter. Whatever you pick, I'm crossing out. I gotta pick another one. So I'm I'm waiting I'm on you. To, I'm okay. waiting on you to see what my pool is. I don't even know what my pool is yet. 
But I think the one I'm going to go with is I'm going to take a home team playing a uh, playing a championship game. Barry Odom's done a great job. Boise's not the same team away from Boise as they are in Boise. Give me the UNLV money line plus 120. Yeah, I like that one, actually. That was one I liked. Um, and I hate it because you've already picked it, and I had to pick the other side of it. I was hoping you were not going to pick this game. I was going to take the one I really like was New Mexico State. I got them at plus 340. What did you say they were? New Mexico State is plus 330. Yes, right there. That's a really, for the fans, all kidding aside, that's a really good money line option. Um, I love UNLV, the one you just took. Unfortunately, I think that's going to hit, so that's going to screw me there. So basically, here's my pool I'm left with. I'm left with Washington. I got them at plus 300. What did you say you had them at? I have them at plus 275. Okay. I'm left with that one. I'm left with um, Alabama. Plus 180. Okay. I'm left with App State, which I'm not doing. Alabama, by the way, no Jace McClellan. Yeah, yeah. it's not going to matter. And then I'm left with Louisville plus 110 over Florida State. Louisville's plus 120, so there's a okay, little more value there. Here's, here's the thing, the Louisville thing I actually like um, because they turned the ball over four times last week. But Neil – can't believe I'm doing this. I'm just going to go with history here. Okay. Try to get a little bit of value because I'm down like 6.7 something units. Yep. So that 0.8 number yeah. could be, this is literally, just so everybody knows, this is an educated opinion based on where I'm at in the standings. I would probably, the one I like the most is New Mexico State. Uh, the one I like the next is probably Louisville. Um, and then the UNLV. I like all three of those. But because I'm down 0.7, that 0.8 seems to be right. You know, Neil, the Georgia Bulldogs are playing the Alabama Crimson Tide in the SEC championship game. Yep. Do you know that Nick Saban has not lost a game in Atlanta since 2008 in Tim, the SEC championship game? Tim Tebow game? was the last time. It's the last time. Tim Tebow, yep. He's won 16 consecutive games in, in that Atlanta. building. It's incredible. Now, some of them were the dome yeah, or whatever, but, but it's the same, right? That spot in Atlanta, yeah. Hasn't lost an SEC championship game in the last 15 years. So, Neil, for the sake of the show, give me, or for the sake of the ghost, give me, because <laughs> I don't want to lose. I like this number. I got it at 187. What did you say you had it? 180. 180 even. Give me the Alabama Crimson Tide money line at plus 180 against Georgia. Okay. I think it's going to be a great game. I do too. Um, I probably think Georgia's probably three points better, maybe. I think I'm, I may cover the spread. I'm, I think Georgia's going to win. Um, here's what I want to see. <clears throat> All kidding aside, I want to see how Georgia plays Alabama on defense. I think it's a different Alabama team. Um, at the same time, Georgia's had some issues. I can't think of a young man's name, but number six, he gets exposed a little bit at corner. Um, they got to keep Burton. They got to win that matchup. The Burton number six matchup yep. is going to be key. And the other thing is, you know, run fits early in games. You know, Georgia has struggled with run fits and they seem to get them fixed pretty quickly. Almost every week. But they know each other so well. Like, do, do they, does Georgia even miss them this week? So I'm, I'm really interested to see that. Alabama's offensive line has gotten better every single week. Yep. Um, Georgia's offensive line has been dominant the last half of the season, but they haven't faced a uh, front seven 
like they're going to see Saturday. So I'm so there's a lot of a lot of question marks here. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, I do think as we're going into it, regardless of what happens, I think these are two of the four best teams in the country. Give me Alabama plus one eighty. All right, it's a good right. one. I, I, I've I've just got no real read on Alabama Georgia. No I really, real read. I really wanted to take that New Mexico State one too. By the way, I thought about doubling down and taking the both the both the, the, line, the line and the, and the money line. I thought about it really hard. Yeah. But now Liberty's good, and Liberty has been playing really well lately. That's actually going to be a very entertaining game. Yeah, they and it's at home, too. Um, yeah. New Mexico State, let me tell you something. Those dudes are road warriors. They have, I was going to say, they're not going to be intimidated by going to Liberty. They just been, won at Auburn, for God's sake. But they've just been traveling, man. Yeah. That, I mean, again, that's what sucks about this new realignment stuff. you got New Mexico State that's going to, you know, they're in the same conference with Jacksonville State and, and FIU, and then yeah, it's just freaking nuts, man. All right, Neil, NFL time, baby. Let's do it. All right, NFL, I'll, I'll be quick. I'll start right here with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. They're at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Steelers look pretty good offensively against Cincinnati. Didn't punch it in the end zone, but they kind of did everything else. Uh, I like them at home against uh, against Arizona. Give me Pittsburgh minus five and a half. All right, Neil, I don't know if you're aware the Cardinals are going to Pittsburgh. Oh, you're doing this on all the NFL too? Okay. No. Okay. Cardinals going to Pittsburgh. Yep. Pittsburgh is favored by five and a half. Yep. But, Dylan, that's not where I'm going. Oh. The you're o- going over. The, I'm going under, under. 41. Okay. Give me the the Cardinals at the Steelers under 41 total points. Right. To show you that I'm not uh, that I'm fair, it's actually 41 and a half right now. Oh, man, look at you. That's the first time ever you've done that. You must be feeling sorry for me. I don't feel sorry. I'm just being, give me, being fair. 41 and a half. Give me the, the Steelers, other. Cardinals under 41 and a half. I think this is a low scoring game. The Cardinals have struggled um, mightily. And here's the thing since Kyler Murray's been back, if you can keep Kyler Murray from running the football, which is what happened to them last week against the Rams, they kept him in the pocket. I think he only had like two rushing yards the whole game. Um, They can't move the football. They can't move the football. Dude, you got the Steelers are playing well. And here's the thing, and I told I like your pick, five and a half. I do like that. One, because they're traveling, mm-hmm. and it's a noon game. But two is this. That Pittsburgh defense, man. They're good. But offensively, they had like 400-something yards the other day. Now, they didn't capitalize. They kicked field goals. They got a little conservative down there. But, dude, they moved the ball as good as they've moved it in a long time. Yeah, I thought so, too. All right, uh, I'm staying – I'm not staying anywhere. We're going to NFC South. Tampa Bay is uh, at home against the Carolina Panthers. Normally, I would I would – look for some sort of an interim bump. I don't think that's the case here. I, I just think Panthers are kind of lost at this point. Tampa, on the other hand, they're hanging in. I'm not saying much, but give me Tampa minus five at home against the uh, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I like that. Um, All right, Neil. Just for our good friend in the Cooper Chevrolet chat, GJG's Atlanta Falcons are traveling to New York. The Falcons are favored by three points on the road in New York against the Jets. Mm -hmm. Give me the Jets plus three at home versus the Falcons. Um, I think the Jets' defense is going to limit Atlanta. And then here's the deal. Call me stupid, call me crazy. This Aaron Rodgers coming back to practice this week, I think is going to give them a little hope. It's it's actually what spooked me off this game. I'm almost afraid he might show up and play. So I'm taking the Jets plus three. Um, you know what I like in this game? I like the under. 
It's I'm low not, though. It's man. 34. It's too low to really put I it. I looked at it, but I'm not. Cra- I, I'm not. It's maybe the lowest one in the NFL all week. But if you told me this game's 16, 13, I buy it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. The here's the deal: is um, they they open the 21 day window for Aaron Rodgers. Pretty sure this is what's going <laughs> to happen. GJG's worked up. He's upset. Oh, he's mad. I'm so, sorry, GJ. Um, he, here's the deal: is um, they have to win this. I think they have to win two of the next three to to probably activate Aaron Rodgers. I think if they don't win two of the next three, and I think they got they got two winnable games and they got to play the Dolphins in Miami. So they they have to win this game. If they want to activate Aaron Rodgers, they have to win this game. I'm probably going to take the Jets money line with my own money mm-hmm. on this one. Yep. But give me the Jets plus three. Okay. Uh, I should have put this one first because it's tonight. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys entertain the Seattle Seahawks. It's a uh, nine-point line, and I'm just going to – I hate these lines that are this big, but I've actually won more than I've lost on big lines this year, and Seattle's kind of average. And Dallas beats the hell out of average teams. They really do. And, and give me Dallas, especially at home. They just, they're just they destructive against those teams. Give me Dallas minus nine. Prescott's playing really well right now. These are not the teams that give them fits. The teams that give them fits, frankly, are really good teams. Yeah, Seattle's not one. I agree with you. I'm not obviously I can't take this game. I'll probably bet it personally. I haven't decided if I'm gonna take I'm either taking Dallas minus nine tonight or I'm gonna make a uh prop player prop parlay. But uh Kenny Walker's out. Yeah and and Geno Smith's beat up. Yeah, tri- has a tricep issue. Yeah, he almost didn't go. So I think you're safe on that one. Yeah. All right, Neil. Well, and sometimes you can look at the uh, Vegas money lines and you can tell Vegas is really trying to steer people away from this game. The 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 Dallas money lines minus four fifty five. That's about right. It's the though, same one points. as yeah. It's the same one as Miami Washington. They they're trying to get you away from that game. All right, Neil. Um, game of the week in the NFL. The San Francisco 49ers are traveling to Philadelphia. Yep. Game of the week. Arguably, probably a preview of the NFC Championship game. Should be. These are the two best teams, in my opinion, in the NFC. Yeah. And it's in Philly. And the Niners are favored. The Niners are favored by three points. Yep. And, Neil, guess what? It's not enough. Give oh. me the San Francisco 49ers minus three. Um, I think this is going to come back to kind of how it was at the end of the year last year. Um, and Brock Purdy gets hurt. Brock Purdy not hurt this time. I think the 49ers, I see a little revenge game coming right here. Give me the Give me the – um, 49ers minus three at the Eagles. All right. I'm going to ride this train one more time. Um, Cause I liked, I liked that pick by the way. I, I agree with you. I think the Niners win. I just, something about the Eagles at home made me go, ah, I'm not going to fool with that. And so instead I'm going to go take a team that just got destroyed at home by the green Bay Packers. Uh, is that you or me? That's you. That's me. Sorry. That's okay. Detroit goes to new Orleans to play a saints team that just, yeah, mm. A lot of talk about Chris Olave being out. If he's out, I don't know how they score. I'm not sure how they score with Chris Olave. <laughs> I'm going to gamble that Detroit gets the turnover bug under control this week, plays a little cleaner game, gets back to uh, their winning ways. Give me Detroit minus four at New Orleans. Yeah, I, I looked at that. I just – I don't know, man. The The only the only issue that's been weird with me, I looked at both the total and the spread on that one. I liked it. Um, I like the line side if I picked one. The Lions have struggled a little bit on defense. 
you know, can but if if the Saints can't expose can't the Saints can't score against the freaking Lions, they're they're not they're going to be it's going to be a long rest of the year. All right, Neil, one of the most boring games in the history of football will also be taking place this weekend. The Indianapolis Colts are oh. traveling to Nashville, yeah, to take on the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. Plenty of tickets available. Plenty of tickets available if you'd like to go. Neil, the total is forty-three. Check and make sure that's what you got over there. Okay. I don't think they didn't reach forty-three the last when they played last time, and they played in Indianapolis with both quarterbacks Tannehill and Richardson going. Now you got two backup quarterbacks going. The totals. Four, I had it at 43. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm still trying to find it. And I don't think anybody can score on anybody. I think these are two just blah offenses. Um, give me the oh, I was too far down. Okay. under 43, unless you've got a different number. It's 42 and a half. Okay, I, man, I'm still taking it. Give me yeah. the under 42 and a half. Colts, Titans, under 42 and a half. I, I just don't think anybody scores in this game. I think this is talking about a 16-13 game. I think that's what this one's got written all over it. Last week I went with uh, five favorites and just laid points, and it worked out for me. I'm going to do it again this week. Give me the Los Angeles Chargers, as bad as they are and as much as I can't stand watching them play. They're going to New England to play a team that's even worse. New England offensively is just (laughs) – it's just – Bailey Zappi taking some reps this week, by the way. Yeah. So my choices are Bailey Zapp or or Justin Herbert. (laughs) Which one are you picking? I'm taking (laughs) Herbert. Give me the Chargers minus five and a half at Foxborough. Yeah, dude. You know what? <clears throat> the Chargers can't get out of their own damn way. This man. is a rare week that the NFL feels simpler than the college. It it does, doesn't it? Usually it's the complete opposite. Yeah. Like the NFL's like, what the hell? I don't know. The uh the Chargers just pissed me off, dude. They're so much better than what their record is. It's ridiculous. They just always play with their food. It bothers me. All right, Neil. My last game. That was your last game, right? That's it. The last pick, Neil. I'm taking this bad boy all the way to Monday night. Oh, okay. So I looked at the Monday night game. We can like this could be like climactic on Monday. I mean, it could determine the whole thing. If 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 fourth and thirty one, if I score on fourth and thirty one, yeah, Monday night could be interesting. Okay, for the competition. Okay. And if you want to go zero and six in college, and I can go six and zero. We can go ahead and fix it right there. That'd be a twelve unit swing. I'd be up six units going into Sunday, but. Yeah. Here we go, Neil. Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Yeah. Neil, Bengals been struggling a little bit lately. A lot. You know, I think they get it figured out a little bit. Do you? I oh, do. Okay. Jags playing at home. They've only had one no show against the 49ers. Couple they got smoked. Won't happen this week. Big Monday night. They'll be rowdy there. Rowdy. It's exciting. It's kind of a moment of arrival for this particular team a little bit. Neil, the over under is 38 and a half. Yeah. Give me the over. Oh. 38 and a half. The total over in the 38 and a half. I think both teams score enough points. To, I mean, I can see this being like a, you know, uh, 24 20. 24 17, getting you there. 24 17, get me there. I think both teams score in the 20s or close to the 20s. Give me the Ooh, boy. I, Bengals I, I, at the Jags. I mean, that's it's your pick. I, I'm not confident in Cincinnati getting to the 20s against anyone right now. They they still scored last week. Ten points. Huh? Oh, that was the – they scored with uh, – what's his name out last week? They're going to be all right. They played Pittsburgh last week. No, week four. They scored with – when he went out against the Ravens, they still oh, scored 20-some yeah. points. Yeah, that's true. 
So I'm going with the. Uh, I'm really hoping Mark Grudzlanik does something good here. That you're rotten. You know, or you already know. I don't know how you remember that. I mean, the only baseball play in the past I would remember is if I saw Sid Bream come up on second base and Rafael Cabrera was at the, at the plate. I love this team. This was one of my favorite Cub teams ever. 2003. Love this team. And then they broke my heart with that Bartman stuff, man. It's awful. <laughs> awful. All right. Uh, it's time for, we'll, we'll touch it real quick. A little life advice presented by State Farm agent Cole Walters. Cole is licensed in auto, home, life, health, business, and pet insurance for the whole state of Georgia. Contact Cole at 706-525-7850. You can also find him at colewaltersinsurance.com. Uh, let's see. I sent this to you. We had a follow-up from our um, name issue. Yeah. He sent some more information. He sent this to me, so I feel like I can say the names. He says, advice follow-up. The names are first names or middle. First names or middle, he says. Brown and or Webb. He says, my wife is dead set on Webb. Mm W-E-B-B. Also, I haven't rejected to my wife. Look at Grudge Atlantic, big hit. Uh, But I haven't agreed to anything yet. I was cool with Junior, but I'm not sure the world is ready for his name, Junior. He says, one last thing, Tyler. What could go wrong with the snip? I'm terrified at the thought. Thanks, guys. So he hasn't been snipped yet? He apparently has not been snipped, but she has told him that uh, it's snip time. After our third, Laura told me it was snip time, and I was like, okay. I'm the wrong guy to ask. I'm going to scare everybody off. I'm going to have – You you had a bad experience, correct? You know when they say like 9 out of 10 – Yep. Everything's fine. You were the one out I of 10. I was the one out of 10. Did you follow the rules? I followed exact rules. I mean, I remember when I got it done. I got it done right around 4th of July, and it was around the British Open was going on. So I yeah. laid on the couch, watched the whole British Open, the whole deal. We were on vacation. And then when we came back, we had a football camp, like a seven-on-seven camp, like a week later. It was a full week. It was like five days, six days between yep. my ish, my snip-snip and going to football camp. Dude, I didn't do anything. It's just mobile. You know what I mean? Like it's hot as hell in July. And uh, I just literally stood still and recruited and what or evaluated players. Um fun fact, Miles Brennan was quarterback in one of those teams in that that day. I remember that part. Okay. St. Stanislaus was there. Um and uh the got a had a little infection problem there, Neil. Got uh the incision would not close. And, you know, my wife is a – so if you're grossed out by this stuff, y'all probably just need to – we'll, we'll, you just probably need to go ahead and turn chop it off, it off turn yep. it off. But – so my wife was an athlete, right? Mm-hmm. And my kids have no chance because you know how I am. If somebody gets hurt, I'm like, get your ass up. You're fine. My wife is twice as bad as I am. Okay. Like I'm the one that has – if I if any sympathy is shown for our kids for any kind of injury, it has to come from me. Okay. Because my wife doesn't play – I mean, she's hardcore. Okay. Um. And so I, I came, I was like, babe, I was like, I'm dying here. She was like, suck it up. You'll be fine. You know, she, I'm like, I mean, I'm dying. I mean, very painful, Neil. We're talking legitimate grapefruit size. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I Bad deal. I didn't have that issue. And oh, I know you were, you were one of the nine. I was one of the nine. I'm one of the, I'm, I'm the one of the 10. And so, well, this goes on for like two weeks, Neil. The incision wouldn't close. It was so bad. Oh, my God. All right. All right. So I go, I would go coach with two days start. 
and I go and I would coach and I wouldn't move. I just like stand somewhere and I'd like waddle to my next spot or whatever it was. Like I could and I'm usually very active, you know? Yeah. And I would literally come off the practice field, go to the training room, grab the biggest bag of ice you've ever seen, and just go sit in my chair and watch watch practice film. <laughs> I wouldn't move with a bag of ice after. And I was chewing pain kill pain pillars, uh pain pills like they were tic tacs. And just trying to get through. And so after about four days of camp, okay, we had a terrible schedule. You know, we practiced in the morning. And so I would have to leave home at three. I was getting home around midnight um, and leaving at 345 in the morning to go back to work. Yeah. So I would get up and shower and all that stuff. And and my wife would, uh, you know, go about her day after that. I get a call about nine o'clock from my wife. Or she had texted me and said, call me. Are you okay? Call me. And I'm like, what the hell is she talking about? So I called her when I got off the practice field. She goes, are you okay? I said, what are you talking about? She goes, I went to take a shower this morning, and there's a blood trail from our bed to the shower. Oh. Oh. And so then she finally felt sorry for me, made some calls, and I got some some good shit, and everything, is, everything went normal. But I had a rough month. The, wow. The July to August, mid-August was a rough, well, probably was six weeks. Had a rough six weeks there. So I'm not the one to ask about no, that. No, that's not, that's not good. Back to the name. There's nothing wrong with Webb as a middle name. Agreed. I like Webb. Uh, yeah. Webb I, Simpson, I, golfer. I, I like Brown. Yeah, Brown's fine. Yeah, it's a good name. Yeah, middle name. Call it whatever you want to. You're thinking too hard. Or Butch Brown, man. Goes together. Butch Webb. What's the manly name? He didn't even say what the name He wanted to name him. No. I like the name Brown as a first name. Would you call him Brown? Sure. Yeah, I like Web. I like that. I, I, go I like Web. Web too. I go with Web. I don't think that's soft at all. Is that word you use? Soft? I don't think that's soft. Yeah, not soft. Those are those are not soft. Uh, not soft things. So, the point of the drill is this, guys: if if your wife is trying to get you snipped, and you don't want to get snipped, let her watch this part of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> she will feel sorry for you. But it was the best part was my buddies were like, oh, man, that's not that big of a deal. You'll be fine, man. Yeah. Hey, two days, you'll be you'll be up and going. Look, I've been cut before. Didn't have those kind of problems with any uh-uh. other surgery I ever had. I, I had no issues at all. Zero. No other issues ever with a surgery except for that one. So I'm kind of. Did you ever go do the follow-up to make sure you were still hell fire, no. you were firing uh-uh. blanks? Uh-uh. No, I just, I just, <laughs> I'd just take the, I'd take the extra kid. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going back and doing that. There ain't no way. I was like, no hey, that's way. Not, hey, that ain't your boy style right there. No. That ain't, that ain't for me. Did you ever have to do give a sample? That's what I'm saying. That ain't for me, bro. You never had to do it? Well, I didn't know. I said, hell no, I'm not doing it. Well, not to, for anything else. I had an issue. No, I never had to do that for anything. I had an issue. That, that, that made me so uncomfortable. Oh, it was the worst. I had an issue in uh, – Hey, go. everybody in America knows what you're doing in that room back there. <laughs> I, had to fly to, I had to fly to Fort Worth. So you had to fly to do it. No, no. Oh. <laughs> and as the plane's getting ready to take off, I have the most intense pain oh. in my in your testicle jump. area. In your jump. And, I mean, it scared me, but then it went away. And I was doing stuff. It was the first Mobile Bowl. Okay. Okay. The TMAC. Yeah, but at the time it was called the Mobile Alabama Bowl. Oh, it wasn't even they didn't even have a title. They, just, they, they were like, we're going to start a bowl. You went back. And it was TCU against somebody. Okay. I was covering Auburn as a beat writer. It was Tommy Tuberville's first season, and Auburn didn't go to a bowl. And so sports editor was like, we'll send you to uh, Fort Worth. You just write 
write a whole lot of stuff. We're going to do a big section for the bowl game. And, uh, was your sports editor Ed Orgeron? Kind of, so. <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, uh, I said, all right, whatever. And so I go to Fort Worth. Well, the pain went away. Okay. And I'm like, okay, fine. And I go three days. Dennis Franchoni was the coach. They had a running back named LaDainian Tomlinson. It actually ended up being a lot of good content. I got all the access I wanted, putting all these stories together. And then it comes the morning of the day that I'm supposed to leave to head back to Mobile. And I'm, I'm getting dressed, check out of the hotel, and the pain comes back where it knocked me to my knees. Oh, oh it'll, it'll, it'll bring you down. Well, now at that point, I'm like, what is this? And I'm kind of scared about it. We don't have kids yet. And I call the urologist or whatever and i'm explained i got made an appointment i went in he's like uh you probably have i forgot what he, like where your your like blood vessels or whatever get kind of twisted or whatever yeah. you know he says it could happen You've been lifting weights or exercising or whatever you know whatever it could be anything have you been wearing boxers neil well we went through all that <laughs> and then he goes he goes uh he goes i wouldn't worry about it and I was like, okay, I mean, you know me. I'm like, well, what's the worst case? He goes, I don't think, he goes, you don't think it's, I said, you don't think it's cancer or something. He goes, no, I don't think it's cancer. And he goes, he goes, I mean, look, the worst case is, is you have a situation where you could, it could render you sterile. Well, I knew how bad Laura wanted kids. And I was like. <laughs> I know where this is going, yeah. Doc. And so I said. <laughs> I said, can we, can we test that? What you got back here in there? And he room? goes, he goes, well, he goes, he goes, he goes, look, just, just go do whatever y'all do. And if you don't get pregnant after a while, then we'll, I'm like, I don't, I, I can't function like this. I can't think like this. I can't let this hang over. No pun intended. Yeah. I, yeah. This can't, I can't think like this. I can't, I you won't couldn't be, let, You couldn't let it hang that way. I, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to function. I wouldn't be able to function if I was. I'm such a four year old sometimes. If 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 mentally I was not going to be able to to function in day to day life, thinking well, mentally function, yeah, or that either. <laughs> and so he goes, well, I mean, we can do a you know a sperm test or whatever. And I was like, how you do that? I was like, okay. Did you know what he was talking about, or did you, yeah. did you did you hit him with a? How do you do that? No, I mean I knew, but in my mind it was like. Okay, we can, we can get this done. Or did you do the take home kit, or did you no, go? There? No, you did. You had to. You only had like ten minutes. <laughs> I <laughs> rent a hotel. Something like you didn't go in the doctor's office, did I you? Did oh, dude, that was the effing worst. That was so bad. Oh my god, it was so bad. The worst. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. That was awful. So I'm really, I feel bad that you had to go through that. It was, I mean, you go in there with a little cup <laughs> and you lock the door and there's like, so y'all got any material in here of any sort? No. I mean, kind of hard to even dial into your imagination right there when you're like, hear people trying to open the door and there's people all around and whoo, I kind of, in my mind, I thought, you know, I'll go to some quiet place oh. and there might be some reading material, if you will. And we'll get this done, right? We'll get it over with. 
Were they playing some like soft jazz? I mean, I was kind of in my mind. I was thinking, you know, like some just not. It'd be relaxing furniture. It'd be some nice music, little mood lighting, maybe something up on the wine, wine, maybe something up on the screen. You know, just been there, done that. I mean, we all, you know, I mean, I had a. I had a long, long, torrid, one-dimensional relationship with Christy Brinkley back in the day. I mean, I thought we oh. could do, we could do this. No, <laughs> just, just picture the most no. sterile, no. <laughs> nondescript bathroom that you've ever been in in your life, and there I was. Oh. There I was. That is reason number eight hundred seventy-four thousand two hundred twelve that you don't get it snipped. Yep. So. All right, that's great. All, All right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm got a headache now from laughing so hard. All right, that does it for uh, the week. You guys, thanks for being with us. Uh, a lot of you in the stream, we appreciate it. Four o'clock, uh, we'll have uh, more content here at MPW Digital. It's the Butcher versus the <coughs> Dance Instructor presented by LB's Meat Market. That rolls at four. Chase Parham and I will be here for Hand Raise Guys presented by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning at five as well. You live today? We'll be live at five. Awesome. Till about 6.30 or so. Um, then I'm... I'm Heading to uh, OHS Soccer. Where are we playing tonight? Chargers playing South Haven. District opener tonight. Home? Home. Okay. Yeah. So I'll have that uh, later, uh, probably Friday morning. I've got an extra with Ben Mintz. So we'll have that. um, Talk about the bowl games, the NFL as well. So um, until until, until next time, thanks to all the people at uh, Rain Total Body Fuel, people at Cooper Chevrolet, Cole Walters, Game Changer Patches, all the people that make this show possible. We appreciate it. Everyone have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.